Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. So we are not the same when it comes to wildlife that we would care to see. or That's true. Care to sort of like, I'm not going to say interact with. No, that's not. Because we should not not be interacting with wildlife. No, no, no. You should be keeping a safe distance at all times. All times. Mm -hmm. But. um, Encountering. Encounter. Well, not. Not You don't want to encounter really. No. But wildlife that we would like to see. Sure. Like about when we are around. Yes, these things are not necessarily aligned all no, the time. No, no. Like many things. Um, <laughs> your lust for blood and my calm and peaceful attitude. Right, you know, exactly. Totally different. Precisely. <laughs> so, for instance, like, I don't mind being in the same vicinity as a bear, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But you... I would prefer not. <laughs> to put it The lightly, answer is no. <laughs> the answer is no. That's a no from me. <laughs> Uh, I didn't love the idea of having to carry bear spray and potentially needing to use it Mm -hmm. um, because that's not something that I'm used to because I don't live in the West (laughs) where that is more prevalent. But did we carry bear spray and potentially have to use it? Sure. Did we use it? No. Do we have it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Is it still with us? For sure. Did I think do, about it? No. <laughs> do I wish that there were snake spray? Yes, I do. <laughs> do I wish that not I that had I it am, on me at I'm all times? Not, but I'm yes, not. Yes, I do. I'm not here for. I'm not charming snakes. I mean, uh, unless you count past lovers. You <laughs> are. <laughs> no. You won't run as fast down no, the trail you're a as character. I will. You are a cartoon character when a snake makes an appearance. It's just a it's true. cloud of dusty shaped smoke and he is 50 feet down the trail. I think of what my mother says, which is every snake is poisonous, which is not true. That's just no. objectively That's, not true. No, 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 no. But That's to my mom, every snake is poisonous. Mm-hmm. And to me, I assume every snake is poisonous. Sure. Right. Right. We had a situation that includes included some black racers. Right. And it was horrifying to no end and um, traumatizing entirely. And mm-hmm. um, and not just for yes. Dusty because of the snakes, but because he screamed in my face. Oh, oh! <laughs> now we're bringing this up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. You screamed in my face. You did. So sensitive. I didn't appreciate it. 
<laughs> but who was like, oh, the bears, they're here and I love them and they're so cute. You. I wasn't touching them. No, you weren't. But uh, I mean, all of you those were touching things them are with objectively your eyes. true. You were touching <laughs> them with your eyes. <laughs> I'm looking for adventure. I want to follow on the trail. Or get a little lost and let the wind fill my sail. Get up when the stars still fill the sky Don't wake the sun There's so much to be done And the day has just begun Go where the postcards are real You can feel You can open your eyes And open your heart When you gaze At the National Park At the National Park Follow you, I'll follow you there. We would like to acknowledge that while hiking and exploring the lands known as Grand Teton National Park, that we are on the traditional and stolen lands of the Shoshone Bannock, Eastern Shoshone, and Cheyenne peoples. So right before this, we had finished up a hike up to and back from Holly Lake. Right. Through Paintbrush Canyon. And it was a beautiful hike. Do tune into the episode right before this, episode 68, to hear all about that. Yes. And why that was awesome and also exhausting. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Fully exhausting. Fully exhausting. But we aren't gluttons for punishment by any means. No, heap a pile of more hiking onto my plate. um, (laughs) (laughs) Rather than calling it a day, we got down to the bottom of Paintbrush Canyon that... Where the trail juncture was. Where the trail juncture was, which is sort of in the middle of the woods here. So we're not like back at the car where we started. We're We're pretty high up too. Pretty high up. And from here, we can get to another location, which was to hike Inspiration Point, which literally every single person that I have ever seen or spoken to that talks about Grand Tetons is like, oh, well, you have to go to Jenny Lake and then hike Inspiration Point. I can't even speak of Grand Tetons without somebody gushing over Inspiration Point. Right. And And Jenny Lake for that. And Jenny Lake for that matter. So we were like, take the ferry. You should take take the the ferry. If you get there early, it's $10. And we were like, we're not like, like, we would do that if that was definitely part of it. But we're also like, we like to be on our feet. So we were like, no, we're not, we're not doing the ferry. We will hike around the lake at some, somehow, some way. Yep where this paintbrush canyon trail was was right next door had a connecting trail over to jenny lake jenny lake and inspiration yeah so that's what we decided to do yeah and what a decision it was (laughs) twas twas it was a very eventful leg of this day it was we will yes it was a shorter version shorter leg but um extremely eventful eventful yes um once we had finished up with paintbrush canyon we sort of took a seat right at the end right by the trail marker and like down our second peanut butter sandwich because we had eaten lunch up at holly lake and this was like a really good point to just like refuel and to just take a beat which is nice to do sometimes because sometimes we just go right 
into the next thing. And so. that trail up Paintbrush Canyon really took it out of me. Mm-hmm. But we had gone downhill for now almost like an hour and a half or something. Right. And all of my energy was back. Right. Mm-hmm. Your tokens were re- my replenished. My tokens were replenished. Yep. <laughs> so... My uphill tokens were replenished. So mm-hmm. we sat, we finished peanut butter sandwiches, packed up, and we continued on. Right. Now, we didn't head back the way we we would have headed to the left to go back to the car, mm-hmm. but instead we headed to the right. Right. This took us basically through the forest for a little bit longer, but eventually it sort of opened right up. Uh, it did. It was a lot of tall grass and wildflowers, and you could sort of see... It wasn't Jenny Lake that we were along, but there was another... I think it was String Lake. There was str- we were right. along String we were Lake along String for Lake. a little while. Yeah. yeah. And, but um, that's what was like, oh, this is Jenny Lake, and we kind of thought that for like, a minute. Oh, no, no this no, is no. not. No, this is something no. else. Right around that time, there was that family with the two kids. Yeah, and the like two teenagers. Who were... I mean, they were twins. They were like 12 Mm -hmm. and they kept like passing us Mm -hmm. and then they would slow down and we would pass them and then they would pass us again. We were playing this game over and over again. And they just like jetted away from their parents. They're like, okay, we're going to go ahead. And their parents were like, (laughs) no, whatever, it's fine. No, anything. We were like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. We continued walking through the woods and then not long after what we thought was Jenny Lake, there was actual Jenny Lake. Right. So it was enormous. Yeah. So this leg of the trail that kind of connected you to the Jenny Lake Trail, this connector, was uphill a little at first and then a slow sloping downhill. So you were pretty high above String Lake. There were a few spots that you could kind of like go off trail that were these little offshoots. There were a bunch of people on like a big rock, a boulder or a rock that was overlooking the lake. It's sort of like this dusty sort of trail. We wind our way down. We have to dip back into the woods a little bit. But from this sort of area, you can see Jenny Lake. That dip into the woods brings you essentially to another juncture point. And if we go to the left, that would have taken us along String Lake, which is what we were eventually going to do. We would do that later on to get back to the car. So to the right would bring us closer to and around Jenny Lake. Jenny Lake. Yeah. Which we did. Jenny Lake was beautiful. Yeah. And we could see there were people who were swimming. Yes. A guy with his like dog who was like throwing the ball to his lab. That water dog. That water dog. That Appalachian water dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not really. Not really. But this hike along the lake is also fairly long to kind of like weave around the lake. And it's a pretty narrow trail for a lot of it. We had passed a group of, I would say they were probably in their 70s. Like maybe like three couples in their 70s who were like, we're going to let you pass. And there were some people that were coming back. There was that one woman who was carrying her friend's backpack. Oh, I remember that. Her whole, like they had clearly been like through hiking and she had her whole pack. Her friend looked like she was limping or hurt. And we were like, you're a good friend. We actually said, like, way to be you a good friend. You were really a good friend. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's really cool. This oh, pro- because she had her pack on her back and then her friend's pack on her front. Right, right. But it's very cool because you are high above the lake here. You're not like this initial kind of leg. You're kind of looking at the lake. You're not like super high. Well, but I would get, say like, like a good at no part during this are we, do we ever really get Only when we're to- close to the dock. Only when we're close to the dock, but that's Which, later. That's later. Also, a lot of grass and wildflowers here. Oh, yeah. It's very open, so it's sunny and, and warm. It was sunny and a little exposed here, yeah. so like direct sunlight. Yeah. We do kind of, after a little while, dip back 
Into the woods again. Into the woods. Yeah. And when we're on this part of the trail, this leg, the, these woods here, for a long time, we were totally by ourselves. Yeah. There was no one in front of us. There was no one behind us. And there was no one coming from the opposite direction. Right. We didn't see anybody. We were yeah. just totally alone. Um, until finally, we did see a couple of hikers who are coming from the opposite direction. Yeah, two They're gentlemen. Two gentlemen. Yep. We were like, oh, it's fi- nice to finally see somebody yeah. on this trail. And the first thing they said to us is, there's some bears down the trail, about 50 yards. And I immediately iced over <laughs> and froze up. Yep. You know, yep. like Elsa the Ice Queen herself. Yes. I was able to ask questions. I said, oh, well, what kind of bears? Black bears? Uh, brown bears? Grizzly bears? And he said they were black bears. He did. We were like, okay. And he said um, that there were a few. Yeah. And, you know, a few could mean anything. Yeah. So we were like, oh, great. Yeah. Okay, cool. He's like, they're off trail. They're not on the trail. They're down closer to the lake is basically what he told us. And we're like, okay, wonderful. Great. And you immediately were excited. I was. Mm-hmm. I was. Yeah. It's true. See? It's, it's true. true. I do. I do love mm-hmm. bears. And then I held a snake up to you and <laughs> immediately canceled that excitement. We continue on and we're like, okay, well, we didn't necessarily feel like in danger in this moment. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. In this moment, we were a little on guard because yes, of course, we heard that there were bears nearby. So right. we were like looking about and looking around and looking around. And then as we were... As and we, singing and uh, being loud. And talking yeah. and being loud, yeah. right? And like making sound <laughs> yeah. as we were... right. And then it was like we collided with this other hiker coming down off of... Cascade Canyon. Cascade Canyon, which is the loop all the way around. Like you would go up Paintbrush Canyon, make a U-turn, come down Cascade Canyon. Or do it the other way. Or do it the other way. And then you would end up on this trail that we were on. And we collided with this young woman. And then we realized it was the young woman who passed us from the previous episode. Right, in Paintbrush Canyon. In Paintbrush Canyon. And she had clearly been booking it. And she had been booking it. And she had, by virtue of the fact that she had just arrived at this intersection, she had officially done a 22-mile loop. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, oh my God, hi. And she like took her earphones out. She's like, oh my God, hi. And like realized that like we had had an interaction right, earlier, earlier, like just a few hours earlier. We were like, did you just finish? And she was like, oh, I, yeah. We were like, you just did 22 miles. Yeah. She was like, oh, I guess I did. Right. I was just, in, she said she was in the zone. She did. I mean, at this point, I mean, too, she had her earphones on. Like, yeah. I mean, she looked like she was in the zone. Oh, yeah. And at this point, too, not that we had done 20 miles by any means, but we were inching closer to like, 14, 15, 15, yeah. Um, Because even though we hadn't done that full loop, we had made a day of it for sure by doing this extra leg. So we were like, we just want to let you know that we just heard that there are some bears ahead on the trail if you're headed this way. She's like, oh God. And then she was actually headed the other direction. We said goodbye to her Mm -hmm. and we continued on. And then we saw another group of hikers. Right. Who looked like they were, some of them were through hikers, I think. One had a pretty large bag on. There was like five of them. Yep. So we were like, hi, we heard that there were bears. Is that true? And they were like, yes, yes, yes. Clearly a little startled. Yeah. They were like, they're off the trail now. But like, it was really scary back there for like five minutes. Right. We were like, oh. And I said, what kind of bears were they? Because I wanted to hear them say it too. And so they were like, Oh, it was black bears and grizzly bears. 
And we also saw a moose. And we saw a moose. So now I fully have like you gone into the ground. You are now, you have fully queened out fully. Mm-hmm. And what did you say to me right here after they left? I hate you. No. <laughs> no. I said, did you get your wish? Because I sure didn't. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's true. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm so sorry. I was, <laughs> and part of me was like, you obviously I don't want to enter. I do not want to encounter a grizzly bear. Mm-mm. So I was like, great. Okay. I can't believe there are grizzly bears on this trail. Meanwhile, it's like, obviously we're in Grand Teton. We're signing up for the fact that there could be mm-hmm. at any moment in time, anywhere. Mm-hmm. We're making a lot of noise now. There was definitely a moment of, do we go on? Do we turn back? You know, yeah. I that conversation definitely happened. It did. And, you know... We knew that we were close to the dock. We knew that there would be other people around. And the dock is where Inspiration Point starts. Basically, yeah. Because a lot of people take the boat to the other side of Jenny Lake yep. to this dock and then go to Inspiration Point. Yes. Right. So we decide to continue on. We're like, listen, there's going to be a lot of people at the dock. I feel better getting closer to people. Like we're not getting further away from people. Right. It's probably safer to go that direction anyway than turn around and go the other way because who knows if they're this way now. We keep going, making a lot of noise. And then we see another group of people. Right. And so we talk to them really We're quickly. very close to the dock at Very this close point. to the we dock at this point. We can actually see people on the dock. And they had not heard about it, right? Had they heard about it? They no. were like, what's we, happening? We and so were, we had yeah. to explain to them. Yeah. We're like, yes, apparently some people just saw some bears. And as we were saying that, we looked down the hill. because Towards it, the lake. Towards the lake. I mean, there's trees and forests throughout. And that's when we saw the first bear. Right. Which I think was a brown bear. Yes. And here's the deal about bears in Grand Tetons, Yellowstone, and in Glacier. They'll tell you this wherever you go. Black bears don't have to be black in order to be black bears. Some black bears are brown. Right. And just because it's brown doesn't mean it's a grizzly bear. Right. There's a lot to deal with, like, the humps in their back. However, this brown bear definitely had a hump in its back. Mm -hmm. And I was like... That is a grizzly bear. Oh, God. And so... We're we, pretty far away, too. We're pretty far. We're, we're not I mean, that close. over 100 feet yeah, away, yeah. at least. So, but we could see it over there. We were like, okay, let's keep going, get closer to the group. And then over to the left, we see a, like two baby bears. Two black bears. Black bear cubs mm-hmm. go up a tree. And at this point, everyone on the dock is screaming. Screaming. Scaring screaming. the... Uh, scaring them so much and it was like where's the person on the megaphone going y'all need to be quiet like that's not helping these these bears right now right these two bears go up a tree i take a picture of it and i take a video of it we had service i do send that to becky Mm -hmm. and she tells us like not too long after this she's like oh yeah when you see baby bears go up a tree that means Mama bear senses danger. So she's sending them up a tree to protect them. Mm -hmm. And she's going to go deal with the danger. You want to make sure that you aren't that danger. (laughs) We were like, oh, great. Great. This was also reaffirmed by a gentleman who I think was someone who worked on the dock, who was one of the ferry men. And he was like, yeah, mama's got to be close. Them running up the tree like that is, is basically the indicator that mama is close and she is looking for the trouble. She is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're at the dock at this point, basically. So definitely feel like safety in numbers. There were 
like a hundred people deep in the line to get on the ferry. Basically, oh, of course. Yeah, we weren't getting on the ferry. No, we were just coming up here to hike up to inspiration. Hike up point. to inspiration point. So we made our way past the line of people who were waiting to get on the ferry, and we continued our way up to inspiration point. And with that, let's take our first break. Okay, so we're going to play a riff on The Vault. Okay. Which The Vault is pick a category and you put three things in it. And you only get to save those three things. Yeah. So this is like that. However, we need to come up with a different name for it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's three things get rid of forever Mm -hmm. of a category. I think it's called The Dump. The Dump. (laughs) (laughs) The Dump. So the category, The Dump. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't love that because of this first category that I was going to bring up, which is... <laughs> Toiletries. <laughs> which uh, wildlife encounter would you get rid of? Oh. If you never had to... Let's say this, right? That it doesn't get rid of the animal by any means, but it gets rid of the idea of the animal interacting with humans in an unsafe way. Okay. So what three wildlife interactions would you put in the dump that you would never... You never care to ever experience again? Oh, or experience at, at all. At all. Okay, great. I don't want to have an experience with the grizzly bear. Like, I could see a grizzly bear from, like, a plane. On the plane, I'm watching a video of the grizzly bear, and I'm also in <laughs> virtual reality of me right. watching myself on the plane and watching I'm a video of the grizzly bear. I'm actually sitting on my couch <laughs> right. watching a video of it on a screen that's inside of the screen right, on exactly. my TV. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a picture in picture. It's exactly. <laughs> so yeah, a grizzly bear encounter is not a thing that like thrills me by any means. Probably not a rattlesnake encounter either. Um, I'm not really skittish of snakes, as we will talk about at a future date. It's true. As skittish as someone else who's sitting across from me. Yeah. Um, but I don't really want to encounter a rattlesnake. So I would put that in the dump of experiences. Okay. And then probably wolves. Like I don't want to. I don't want to be near wolves. Hmm. No, no, thank okay. you. So those would be my some carnivores and some poisonous asps. Great asps. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? Okay, What's going so in your dump of experience? At the top of mine is probably snakes. All snakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the one particular snake I'm. Is the, I'm thinking about is called any snake. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> the one snake that you don't, you know, have a problem with is the snake that Britney Spears used in her, in her VMA performance. VMA performance, mm-hmm. right, exactly. Exactly. And the thing is, like, I have, like, my mom and my dad both cannot stand snakes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I, like, that was something I would inherit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm pretty traumatized by the... Can you inherit the, fear? Um, I think you can. Oh, I think you can, this actually. This is an interesting... Welcome to our psychology podcast. <laughs> right. Inheriting fear. The inheritance. <laughs> right. No. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I did. I think I am was afraid of snakes more than I realized. Mm. Like, it's not great to have a black racer, like, shoot down a hill coming right at you. Mm-hmm. And so I do feel a little traumatized by that. Tell me more. Lie down <laughs> on this couch. All right. So that's So that's one. one. Any type of snake. Uh, cockroaches. Oh, you don't I say. never care. If I never see one again, it will be too soon. No part of me cares to deal with Well, you know they're going to outlive us. I don't want to know that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know that. They I don't are. care. And form a cockroach um, society. And the thing is, like, they're not poisonous, right? But they are horrifying. And mm-hmm. so, no, I don't ever care to deal mm-hmm. with them. And then... Since it wouldn't be getting rid of the animal altogether, and it would just be getting rid of the experience with the animal, mm-hmm. I would say jellyfish. Oh, 
because those are horrifying. If they, mm-hmm. I mean, they are my favorite underwater sea creature, mm-hmm. and I love seeing them uh, behind glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And obviously, like, they belong wild in the ocean, certainly. Sure. And does that mean I may never go in the ocean again? Maybe that's what that means. Not true. There are these Portuguese man of wars which would show up near the beach where I grew up, and oh, it was just that's like that's not great. That's like death. They are absolute death. Yeah. If if they sting you. Yeah. So I learned that from Baywatch. <laughs> right. <laughs> but didn't they? They've had them here though before, haven't they? In um, New Jersey. Is not that, that I thing? recall. Not that I. But recall. there were I think like warmer in waters. Florida. Yeah. In Alabama, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Well, not Georgia, but maybe, but um, in. In Mississippi, there certainly were there. Yeah. And so that was horrifying. Mm-hmm. I would say sharks, but like they're so, I would never even like get near water where sharks were. Mm. So I'm like not. You, you wouldn't know. dive in a cage? No. No, no. Mm-hmm. Never would I ever dive no. in a cage. You wouldn't take part in that movie where the people go diving and then they get left by the boat. I forget what it's I called. I don't even, that is so traumatizing. <laughs> even like I'm just not thinking about just it. thinking about it. I would never it. watch that. Oh moment. Lord, no, mm-hmm. I could never. Healthy fear of the ocean, folks. And so that's the game, The Dump. The Dump. As a reminder, that is this round of this game was getting rid of human interaction with these animals, not necessarily getting rid of these animals because we're not interested in that. No, no, no. All animals deserve their space here. Getting to the dock, like I said, we hit like a a line of 100 people deep. And this line goes up this switchback that you basically have to initially start on to go up to your hike to Inspiration Point. From what we can tell by the line and later by the amount of people, a very popular destination. There were a ton of people. This was like the thing to do in the Tetons on this day was to hike Inspiration Point and probably every day. Every day. Take that fair across Jane Lake and go up to Inspiration Point is a beautiful view. Exactly. So we're walking along and there are a lot of families, Mm -hmm. a lot of hikers, a lot of people. Throughout this first section of the hike, it's only about a mile and a half. I think it's like 1.1 miles up or something. Yeah, it's not terribly long. So yes, correct. It is 1.1 miles up. The first section... It's, it's rocky. It's, a, it's, it's a little rocky, a little exposed, and relatively flat. I mean, we're just mm, sort of like sort of. It's sort of like you're making your way a little further back, but it's yeah. like the incline is slight, right? And eventually, after you kind of make it up past that initial switchback, you are kind of parallel to rushing, like a rushing river. At points you're level with, and at points are low. It's lower than you. So you can hike down, like one of the initial turns that we made, You there were some people that were hiking down towards the river to kind of be able to see it, but we sort of continue to trek our way up. And there are like some stairs. There's also like a couple of bridges. There's, there's like partitions that are up to, to kind of like block you from going off trail essentially to the right not so much to the left you can get down closer to the river it doesn't take us long until we kind of get to this point where it feels like we've kind of relatively hit a flat point we have to head to the right essentially to cross over two it was like two bridges right right in a row two bridges Yeah. yeah right in a row there are a lot of families here you kind of get these beautiful lower falls that you mm-hmm. see off after crossing one of the bridges and then you cross them and there's a sign and it says inspiration point i believe it was to the right to the right and the waterfall was over to, the, to left. the left so first we went to the left and went to the waterfall right because we were worried that 
if we gone up to Inspiration Point and we were just done, we wouldn't see the waterfall. Right. This wasn't too long to get up here either. No. Relatively quick at like, that point. Less than 10 minutes. Yeah. And the falls are beautiful right there. Oh, they are beautiful. There's a lot of places for sitting and, and just looking at them and yeah. contemplating mm-hmm. and whatnot. And like a lot of people were sitting, a lot of families were sitting. Yeah. It was clear that some people would just come to this waterfall right. and then turn around. Yeah. And like, if that's all that you could, you know, Master. make happen today on this day, you know, like hiking with families is like a different kind of animal, I'd say. If that's something you're looking for, then that's great. You yeah. get a little payoff. And um, you get a little bit of a hike in and then, you know, maybe take the boat back. Yeah. It's very shady over here. So it was nice yes. considering it was just so Felt exposed. rainforesty for a yeah. moment. Yeah. We were in like a lot of hot sun for the latter part of the day and for most of this hike. So having these like moments of shade was really nice. So we kind of loop our way back down and then head off towards Inspiration Point. From here, it gets a little more steep, the incline. Not like a ton, but it's a little more steep right. than say it was before. Right. There are some longer switchbacks. Longer that switchbacks that happen. Here. And so we're like, well, here's the uphill. You yeah. know, like we thought that for a minute. Yeah. Still in the woods, still shady for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But eventually as you're climbing up these switchbacks, it does get a little sunnier, a little bit more exposed. And the switchbacks become a little shorter too. There's a couple of times where you can actually like see the end point, mm-hmm. like from down below. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, okay, we're headed up there. Yeah. And like it I didn't ever feel like psyched out by like, oh, it's there. Oh no, no. It's actually yeah, further. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, Some it was like you could kind of case. see the end point most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. So we continue up these switchbacks. I remember there were quite a few families who just seemed totally ill-prepared for a hike today. Right. Like, based on the way they were dressed, based on having no water, no food. There were kids asking for water. Yeah. You know? Wasn't a good scene. If you have kids with you, like, outside anytime, always, always have water for them. Mm -hmm. It's not their responsibility to remember the water, y'all. No. So... I mean, depends on if that's what you're teaching them. But mm-hmm. let's have resources available to them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So sometimes those hikes can get really tiring. And hot. And hot. And yeah. this was hot this day. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was the easiest no. hike, but it's not the hardest. No. But it's certainly like, you know, if I was with kids who had never really been outside on a hike like this before, it would certainly be challenging for some of them. Yeah. So I would say have some water for them. We do get to like a longer straight away which takes us up very, it's pretty steep, like a pretty like uh, hefty grade. We come to this point where the trail gets very narrow and you sort of have to go around this corner of a rock. And it's very, the trail isn't as maintained because it's like you're walking over the rock that has probably been chiseled and made so that people could walk up this way as part of a trail. There was one woman who was passing us and she's like, I don't know how these people are doing this hike in flip flops. And there she were was people very critical flip-flops. of their shoe tr- decisions, which, you know, if you want to get outside, get outside, but come prepared, you know. Flip flops are never, I, here's not on my your, feeling. Not on your it's list like, of hiking. The only time I wear flip flops is like in a public shower. Mm-hmm end of list you know what i mean like right. other than that like i don't know that flip-flops are ever good footwear mm-hmm. ever <laughs> ever ever <laughs> always always uh, so we after that kind of like turn around the rock then we're sort of getting into the last legs of the trek up to inspiration point like, right 
We're at, there's a couple of switchbacks, a couple yeah, of U-turns. a couple of U-turns, but not too much at not this point. Not too bad. Um, and um, it does finally bring us out to the spot yeah. that is considered inspiration, inspiration point. Yeah. And, like, we're standing up there, and, like, you know, you can look out, and you can see the lake. Yeah. And then and you can go a little further. And you can go a little bit yeah. further on. And I think there might be some other, like longer backcountry trail you could get on from there there's like a lower area and a little bit of an upper area and whatnot yeah we were able to like kind of sit here for a little bit and take it all in which was nice but honestly like of the views that we got on this day i don't know that i would consider it to be the most inspiring yeah let's talk about this yeah okay so it's beautiful you do get like you, you do get I mean, a, a big view of everything yes, beyond you the do. lake. You get but a you're beautiful not view. Seeing the Tetons, you can't really see the Tetons. You. Yeah, it's like I feel like this hike has its reputation and popularity because of how easily accessible it is, right? And, and how short, too. how short it in is in the grand scheme of things. Because yeah. so many people go to the Jenny Lake Visitor Center, mm-hmm. then they get on the boat. They go across the lake, which is obviously a beautiful like yeah. ride, I'm sure, because yeah. you get a great view of the Tetons yeah, yeah. there. And then you get to the dock and you go up to Inspiration Point. Maybe makes you feel like you've, you know, climbed in the Tetons a little bit mm-hmm. and then you go back down. And so I just was like, we had just just come off of hiking Paintbrush Canyon and hiking all the way up to Holly Lake, which was so spectacular in so many ways, even though it was exhausting in so many right. ways. This certainly wasn't the mm-hmm. same kind of experience. Right. I'm not even going to compare them because right. they are totally different. Totally. Like that was like an 11 mile trek and this is like a one mile trek. Yeah. I mean, and by 11, I mean like in total. That was yes. like five this and a half like a, up. This was like a two mile in total. Right. But yeah, I think we had been inspired elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On this day. Yeah. We had spent our inspiration going. And also like I want to, you know, echo back to like, you know, that very first trip we ever did where we went to Utah and then we ended up in the Grand Canyon yeah. at the end and we saw the Grand Canyon and after seeing so many amazing things, our palettes had been really full prior to seeing yes. it. So like our, I don't necessarily feel like we saw it with the Freshest purest of eyes. Of eyes. Yeah. And so, um, kind of same thing here because of the other things that we did. I don't yeah. necessarily feel the fondness that other people feel. Yeah. I think that and this is fair. probably like the appetizer and paintbrush Canyon was the, the entree. entree and I think and we, we ate like the entree ate them first. In reverse. Yeah. So we well, were kind of full. What it is. Yeah. And with that, let's take our second break. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage. Tarista Flockhart. Tarista Flockhart. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, the last name Flockhart mm-hmm. is one of my favorite last names. Mm. And um, as we know, this is a reference to Callista Flockhart mm-hmm. or Allie McBeal. Yes. So I feel like there has to be a dancing baby as a part of her act, right? <laughs> Tarista Flockhart, maybe. See, I feel like she is... A dancing baby bear. Maybe a dancing baby bear. Yeah. Maybe it's like sort a of hologram. Like, We're not talking about. I think like it depends on animals. like the act, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like she is, like she do an act where like it would be like a like a tourist of a like it's a tourist to say Brazil, right? I think it's actually where she's performing. 
What's I that? I think she becomes a tourist for that city. Oh, where she's performing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And so the dancing baby can represent lots of different things. Sure. It's just like a like her mascot. Like yeah. her, you know. Her her warm up. Her warm up person. <laughs> That's right. Her hype person. Her hype person. Is the dancing mm-hmm. baby. Oh mm-hmm. my god, I love it. Yeah. Depending on wherever she is, yeah. have like a look that is inspired by the obvious like tourist. Like either merchandise, right? Or I went tourists. to San Francisco, and all I got was this crummy T-shirt, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Right? Or like she has the whole look where she just is the Golden Gate Bridge, or something right. like that. Sure, you know, like mm-hmm. super touristy. There's a lot to do here. There's so much to do here. Yeah. Like if she were doing New York, I would want her to do like a whole look that's entirely using items found in those like tourist stores, like right off tourist of, stores, tourist stores, <laughs> like right off of. Um, Times Times Square. Square. Like, you know, where they're like, you know, they have the I I Love New York shirts and they have the like all of the everything. I feel like also, you know, again, she would also have like have those like fake mascots that are in Times Square be oh, hype yeah. people. That you know would be the I baby. Mean? The baby would, would be, the be like they would be yeah. It would be like fake Elmo. Yeah. <laughs> fake Elmo baby. Fake Elmo baby. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. I right. mean she's got a lot to do. And so I feel like it's Or the baby could be the naked cowboy. Great. Right. I love Something that. like that. That makes right. sense. Super touristy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some like super like she would maybe like for instance, like she would do um lip sync uh that you know empire state of mind or something sure like that. i think there's like dependent songs on this the places that she's at right. like that she could lip sync but i feel like her main song that she always does is rome by the b-52s oh <laughs> mm-hmm. interesting rome if you want to roam around the world i, I feel like, like it but then she could also you know do that song empire state of mind oh well if she were new york right depending Only if she city were dependent yeah. yeah oh i love yeah, yeah, this. yeah i'm here for it yeah and it could be a whole act around like built around like oh and now i'm going here and now i'm doing that it could mm-hmm. be like a whole like tribute to like the tourism of that place oh i'm here for it she's got it going on she's got it going on she does mm-hmm. so ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the stage tourista, tourista flockhart We take some photos. We take a minute to breathe in this inspiration. Breathe in inspiration point, Mm -hmm. and then we begin to head back down. Right. There are definitely a lot more kids who are cranky. (laughs) Oh, there was that one like sullen teenager sitting by himself. That's right. Yeah. I almost was like, "Do I say something?" Like he was pissed off, and I was like, "No, clearly, like the parents are right there, and like they're ignoring this, and I, you know, I don't need to interfere here because this is not my drama, not your journey, not my journey today." Mm -hmm. But I did feel like made his way around this like one part of inspiration. Like, like there was this mound. He made his way around it and like just sat there and just sat there and sulked with his arms crossed and like really. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, we are mad. (laughs) We are upset. We are not being heard. We, yeah. And I got it. Mm -hmm. It is later in the day at this point. We had really been hiking. I want to say it's like three or four. The sun was getting like not low, but it was definitely like later afternoon sun Mm -hmm. and it felt like there were less people coming up at this point because i feel like we saw a lot of people when we were coming 
we were going up heading down and I feel yes. like that was sort of like the last maybe like major burst of people just because folks are like well let's go get food let's go do this let's go back to the lodge you know wherever they're staying right. um, so I felt like it was less people on the way back down later in the day we are fully hitting the wall oh yeah it's true the way down was torture because we was were just torturous exhausted and also I remember there was that like couple who were right behind me it was like they were tailgating us. Yeah. Well, everyone was rushing to get back to the ferry, too. Anybody that was coming down And with we us. were moving as fast as oh, possible. Yeah. And there were, like, a ton of people in front of us. Yeah. So it wasn't like we could move any faster. Yeah. yeah. And, like, when we did finally, like, get to a, an open spot, like, I moved out of the way. And I was, like, I turned around, like, please pass me up. Like, yeah. People were rushing to get back to the ferry. Yeah. Not like it would be the last ferry. No. Those ferries are often. Yes. They're pretty often. They're, yeah. So, and I mean, they have a them. schedule on the We website. could see them moving from Inspiration Point, like, yeah. to and fro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, like, there were definitely, like, as one was headed out, the other one was Another coming in. Another one was coming in. So, I mean, yeah. it's like, you know. It's pretty, it's clockwork there. It is. Yeah. It is. We do, like, make it down back to the dock. We're like, okay. It kind of sucks that we have to go back through this we area. Have to go back through where the we might woody area where we bears. saw those bears. But we got to do it. So we had to do it. And, and this is also the point where not that many people are coming towards the dock. So we are um, by ourselves for a lot of this. Yeah. So Mike, you offered some Brenda energy here in this moment. Oh, mm-hmm. Brenda energy is something that we came up with on this trip, which right. is when you act not Karen. Karen yeah. is racist, but Brenda <laughs> who Brenda is like, has to get somewhere right now. She's, she's um, yeah. She's got to get somewhere right now. And Brenda mm-hmm. snaps. I do. And so you were like, we're walking through here. We're going quickly. You're making sound. Let's go. And I was like, <laughs> all right, honey. Yeah. All right. We're, well, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you started singing from but Chicago, <laughs> but you decided to sing I Can't Do It Alone, which for anybody who knows songs from Chicago, that song has basically no lyrics, yeah. except like um, it's about doing an act with your sister. And right. It's like first died. And it's like there's it's just then music. <laughs> right. And so there's not like it's not so, like you can really yeah. sing that song. Well, but I can. But you do because you make all the sounds. I make all the music sounds. And so <laughs> I was like just giggling at that the whole time. And definitely like, like ran into a family that yeah. like l- like I was like embarrassed to the oh, fact that I oh, was well. like oh well trying to you make chose. noise. I was you like chose. they were bears. So mm-hmm. um, and then. Uh, yeah, I was making sounds with my uh, hiking poles because I always have two. You only have one, so yeah. you weren't able to... I have to... two, but I tend to bring one. That's right. That's You chose. I need a free hand. So you're like banging on trees yeah. along the way and yep, like... And you rocks. Know, and rocks and the, and, and the ground and like all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But we make it through that section and we didn't see any bears no. or moose again. So we were, we were like, all right, we're in the clear. Yeah. I mean, in the clear-ish. Yeah. We like did that all the way through the woods all the way back to like the open part near Jenny Lake where it was just flowers. Yes. So we're back here at this section and we feel a little bit relief because we're like, okay, great. Like not that bears couldn't be in this area too, but it's a little more open. You could see a little, you could see everything really far. So it's like, you know, you had eyes on lots of areas. Yes. Um, We wind around that corner of the lake and we, 
kind of dip pretty quickly back into the woods, this is where we hit the trail juncture that we had come to previously, where if we'd gone to the left, we would walk along String Lake up towards the juncture point, which would take us up to Paintbrush Canyon. We could also continue to do that, not do that juncture, and just keep walking straight and back down to our car. And that is what we did. No, we went to the right. And No, there was only, it was the T. It was a T. We went to the right instead of going to the left. Correct. And it yeah. was straight on. Yeah, straight on. Right was yeah. straight on. At right this was point. straight on. Yeah, Don't tell me I mean. things. I know <laughs> things. This is where we see like there was clearly like a camp group that was there. That's right. And, and there was this one kid who was so tired. And I was like, oh, I feel you. I feel yeah. you. I know what you feel like. He's like, and he can I like, have my phone? I want snacks. Yeah. I want snacks. And the very patient camp leader was like, there are Clementines back at the campsite. And yeah. that's what you'll have when we get there. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I've not taken a group of young people out on a trail before. Mm-hmm. I would. I certainly would. I'd yeah, love to. Sure that be would great. be great. And I we would have a great time. Singing, I can't do it alone. <laughs> Singing, I can't do it alone. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. None of these kids had bags on them. No. And so I was like, maybe that was a choice. I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure. So, because I was like, I don't know why we couldn't like give them bags with snacks in them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. But maybe that was part You're of the... not running the camp group here. So I wasn't. Mysteries. And maybe there was a challenge of like, we don't, you know, we want you to do, we want to you to get with. from here to here without this. You know? Right. Who knows what they were training for. Right. Who knows? So we go straight, we pass the camp group, and that brings us through some woods some more. Yep. And those woods end up starting to slope downward. Right. Oh, sorry, go ahead. We had to cross a bridge first. That was like one of the big parts there. That sort of was the the connector between Jenny Lake and String Lake, the waterway, that the wo- river essentially that connected them. So we crossed that and then entered into those woods that did bring us down to the lake, like to really sort of the shore of the lake. It wasn't very long here that this sort of brought us near where we thought we were supposed to be. Right. However, it wasn't exactly where we were supposed to be. We had, when we had entered into the parking lot earlier that day, we had driven through like an outer ring of the parking lot considerably that took us to the trailhead at String Lake or Paintbrush Canyon. We ended up on the very far end opposite of where like we were. Clo- like the closer to the entrance. Closer the to the lot. entrance where we came in at the parking lot. So we at this point were just like fully, fully exhausted. We actually ran into people who were pulling canoes and kayaks out of the water and putting them in. And one of the couples that we ran into were a couple that we had seen on the Paintbrush Canyon hike. And they were like, oh my God, you guys are still hiking. <laughs> and we're like... <laughs> Yeah, this is we the We just end. went into the inspiration <laughs> yeah. point. We yeah. were so tired. We were just like delirious tired at this delirious point. Delirious tired. Yeah. We had done a ton of hiking the previous two days. Yeah. In Yellowstone. Mistake Actually, hiking. Actually, the previous three days yeah. in Yellowstone. And the, some of it was mistake hiking. Yeah. So we knew that Tetons was going to be a lot of hiking. Yeah. And this just continued to prove it. Yes. So we wind along the lake on this trail that essentially is adjacent to the parking lot, we make it back to the car. And I think I just ate everything else that was in my bag once we got back to the car. You had gone to the bathroom and I was just like gorging myself because the exhaustion and the like the energy depletion was real. It was so real. We 
peeled off our boots, put on our sneaks, and drove in silence for like the 40-minute drive we would have back over the Teton Pass right. <laughs> to you the Teton TV funny? Lodge. I had this day. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to see if this works. I love having beverages that are cold. You enjoy having beverages that are room temperature. Mm-hmm. But I love a cold beverage, especially after. And I mean like, I don't mean like an alcoholic beverage. I mean like, I love it if water can be cold after mm-hmm. a long hike. Now, what I did was where we were staying in the Teton TP Lodge, mm-hmm. the water was freezing cold mm-hmm. and I loved it. So I put some in a Yeti thermos and I left it in the car. And when we returned at the end of the stay, that water was still freezing cold. Yeah. And it was wonderful. And while no, this is not an ad for Yeti, it could be Yeti call us. <laughs> when we got back to the lodge, fully bedraggled from the day, Collapsed. which is my word of the year. Bedraggled. Um, we typically would split a bag of backpackers pantry for dinner. We each were like, tonight is a night for one bag each. That's right. Boy, howdy was it? It was. And it was great. We both had a bag of lasagna. Let's put these trails on the Karen Stone scale. Great. So let's do inspiration point first. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say it lives in the four range for me. I think if we weren't so tired, it would feel very, very easy. The, I think the difficulties there were more from our exhaustion than actual difficulty of the trail. So a four for me. My instinct was to say four as well. Oh, so look at that. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It was just enough challenge to like feel healthy and challenged but not too bad. Yeah. Like could probably be done in, you could probably get up there and back honestly in less than in between 30 and 45 minutes. Yeah. If you're going slow, you know, or even if you're going decently, you know, quick. Yeah. So, okay. What about the hike around Jenny Lake? Like that we did from like, so if I was to say like from the trail juncture from paintbrush Canyon to the trail juncture where we jetted off to to the inspiration. Mm hmm. Oh, and what about going back towards String Lake, too? Is that all being thrown all in? All of or this, no? this one. A three, maybe? Yeah. I would say it's not that difficult. Yeah, I'm even inclined to say two, I feel like. I'm inclined to say two. Yeah. So I think it's a, yeah, a four, of four out of 20 Karen yeah. Stones. And now let's end every episode like we do with some Jeopardy style trivia. Let's do. All right. Who's going to start today? I'll start. Great. Great. My Jeopardy is called, but I can't do it alone and then some. <laughs> so this is a before, during, and after. Oh, I'm ready for that this. deals with duets. Oh, I'm here. Because I can't do it alone. I love this. Okay. I really thought we were going to write the same Jeopardy this time. Oh, okay. And we did not. No. Just proving the point that we, yeah. just like our wildlife sightings, are different. Are <laughs> in, different, right. In so many things. All right. So... For 100. These, that boy is mine singers with this friend's sibling duo with this discount clothier. (laughs) What is Brandy and Monica and Ross dress for less? That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) I literally was like, what is Brandy and Monica and David's bridal? But it was like (laughs) David Schwimmer is playing Ross. Mm -hmm. Okay. There you go. Got it. Got it. Great. 
So every clue is going to start with a do what? I love it. Okay. I'm here. For 200. These Islands in the Stream singers with this Broadway writing duo and one of their musicals about the Kingdom of Siam. Oh, so this is just before and after? Mm-mm. Well, I guess it could be before yeah. and after. It so is before, during, and after. Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers and Hammerstein. Uh, King and I. That's right. <laughs> Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers and Hammerstein's The King and I. Exactly. All right. It is three I got parts, it. I but got it could it. read as two I parts. I see, I see. All right. For 300. These leather and lace singers with what you might end up with if you were lost in the woods trying to scramble your way out with what you might get if you sat in a barber's chair. This one might could have been a $500 clue. Hair is one of them, yeah? No. No? Mm-mm. Okay, so haircut is not one of them. Mm-mm. And a shave is not one of them. No. I don't know who sings leather and lace. Oh. I don't know. Well, I don't it's know the White this. Witch. The White Witch. They sing leather and lace? Who is? Or what is? Oh, oh, hold on. You got hold on. It? Okay. Fleetwood Mac. Mm-mm. No, no, no. No? It's a specific member of Fleetwood oh. Mac with somebody else. Oh, Lord. Okay, so it's... Okay, so it's Stevie Nicks and someone else. It's... Blank and Stevie Nicks and oh okay, um, Nicks and cuts, mm-hmm. cuts and what you might get if you sat in a barber's chair. Your haircut. What is Don Henley and Stevie Nicks and cuts and trims? Cuts oh, okay. and trims. Cuts and trims. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 These are harder now. Okay. These are harder. So for four hundred, this don't go breaking my heart duo. With these not-so-hot report card grades with what Michael Jackson's Scarecrow sang in The Wiz. Really sucks when you don't know who sings that duet. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. I know that song very well, too. Ah, okay. So, are these... Is that one of them? Okay, great. Mm Mm-hmm. God, I can't remember that song from The Wiz either. Oh my gosh. All right. I'm, no. What is Elton John and Kiki D's and E's on down the road? <laughs> D's and E's on down the road. Okay, mm-hmm. well, no one's going to get an E on their report card. Well, <laughs> they might. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is E's on down the road, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And, for- and he sings the solo song. I don't remember what the solo song is, though. I'm still standing. I don't, is it Elton John? No, no, the oh, scarecrow. Oh, the scarecrow <laughs> from the Wiz. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Um, okay, for five hundred, this endless love duo with this multi-million-dollar cartoon kid with a life well lived through doing many things. What is? Oh, I didn't mean to write such a hard category. <laughs> no, no, no. And what's the last part of that one? And a life well lived? Through doing many things. I don't know that I know that. But I know that the first part is um, Donna Summer and Lionel Richie. Diana Ross. Oh, that's what I meant. Diana Ross and Lionel Richie Rich. In experience. Rich in experience. Okay. 
You did okay. I did okay. <laughs> that was good. That was well written. Thank you. <laughs> I had fun with that. Okay. Are you ready for my category? Always. My category is called the inspiration point. Oh. So there are films or pieces of the stage mm-hmm. that then inspire other films. Mm-hmm. And so in this category, like, or let me rephrase. There is a movie and there is a thing that like inspired that movie. Okay, great. And so you're going to have to name both. Okay. So the clue will give you information for both. I got you. Okay, I got great. You. I so, already think I might know one of the answers. Okay, great. For 100. Yeah. Until mankind is peaceful enough to yeah, not have violence on the news, <laughs> there's no point in taking out shows that mm-hmm. need it for entertainment value, argues Cher in front of her debate class that includes a character named Elton, which is a direct reference to this film's inspiration point, a novel by Jane Austen. What is Emma and Clueless? That is correct. Exactly what I thought this category would Great. be. Great. Okay. Well, it gets harder from here. Great. Okay. So, <laughs> so good luck. For 200. Yeah. How do you document real life when real life's getting more like fiction each day? Sings Mark while squatting in a building in New York's East Village, being forced to burn copies of his own screenplays to keep warm. Swap out New York for Paris and the AIDS crisis for tuberculosis. And you have this opera by Puccini that served as the inspiration point for this Broadway musical by the late Jonathan Larson. Well, Rent is one of them. Rent is the musical. Correct. And then opera by Puccini. What is Carmen? Incorrect. What is, is that La- by Puccini? I don't know. Oh, okay. No. What is La Boheme? Oh, okay. Yeah. Viva yeah. la vie, Boheme. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, great. For 300. Great. Well, not an inspiration point in structure, the concept of this iconic Ingrid Bergman film is certainly an inspiration point for this film, starring Amy Adams as a psychologist suffering from agoraphobia who witnesses a murder at the house across the street. Though the novel the movie is based on often references this original inspiration film. What is Rear Window and The Woman in the Window? Oh, I could probably give that to you. However, I was looking for Gaslight okay. and the woman in the window. Was Ingrid Bergman in Rear no, Window? Rear Window, no. Oh, okay. Well, then it doesn't work. <laughs> no. That was um, Jimmy Stewart. And who was the female lead? Not her. Oh. Was it know. Rosemary Clooney? You know, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Okay. Things I'd have to look up. For 400... Gus Van Zant mentions that this history play by Shakespeare was an inspiration point for this iconic 80s film that was made mostly to capture the friendship between Keanu Reeves and River Phoenix. And while there are many inspiration points for this film, this play about this English king was the most prominent, but it was not the fifth, sixth, or eighth. What is... Henry the Third and my own private Idaho. You were so close. What is Henry the Fourth? Oh, I and almost my said own private fourth. Idaho. That was my guess. There, okay. I don't know that there was a third. Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know of a third. Okay, great. So, and finally, for five hundred. That's fascinating. Personally, I don't understand why why they don't call it the weeks, says Liz Lemon on 30 Rock while watching Meryl Streep, Julianne Moore, and Nicole Kidman, who won an Oscar for her portrayal of Virginia Woolf, play three different women in three different time periods, all connected by this book 
by Virginia Woolf, which also served as the film's inspiration point. Well, The Hours is the movie, and the inspiration point is... I don't know Virginia Woolf. And I've seen The Hours, and I just can't... I don't know why they don't call it The Weeks. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> One of my favorite 30 Rock uh-huh. lines. I don't know the book. What is The Hours and Mrs. Dalloway? Mrs. Dalloway. That's well, that right. was good. I love that category. There you go. I got about half of the, half yeah, of and the I got course. about half of yours, <laughs> There too. we go. This has been Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast, and we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often and that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by us, Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. To see images from this episode, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gaze at the National Parks at gmail.com. And to find out more about the parks visited on this show, visit our website, gazeatthenationalparks.com. That's gaze, G-A-Z-E. All original artwork featured on Instagram, on our website, and in the Gaze Shop is by me, Michael Ryan. All original music was written by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Sklios. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by me, Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge that while recording this episode, that we were on the traditional and stolen lands of the Lenape people, also known as Ocean County, New Jersey. Mm-hmm.